0: bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising.
1: So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world.
0: So let's get started. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome, welcome. We are so excited. Today is going to be a little different than what we've done for the last couple weeks.
1: We don't have anybody in the studio except for us. us. Our little family.
0: Julie and our studio dog, Pippa. (laughs) Pippa may have some real good insights for us today. (laughs) But we're really kicking off. We wanted to give you kind of a glimpse behind the curtain of what is this we're for good? Where did it come from? What are we thinking? And it's really been something that's been brewing in our hearts and minds for a decade, honestly.
1: Yeah, and so... When you go into our website and you look at the start page and it's like, start here, get to know us. You know, we put in these core beliefs that we just think are true and need to be the true north of our company. And so we wanted to dive into the first one today. And it's just this really simple concept of everyone matters.
0: Yeah. And these beliefs, like they're true to our company, but they're also true. What we've found in fundraising and leading a nonprofit in different capacities, of these are values and ethos of an organization that can really transform the way you fundraise. And so we just feel like as we unpack them, there's a lot of um, really great things that you can put into action right away.
1: Yeah. And so I hope that as you're sort of listening to this, you do some self-reflection on why am I here? And what is my role? Not just necessarily, you know, at my nonprofit or if you're working for a for-profit, but it's like, why am I in the space that I'm in? How do I affect this change? And it's not just about delivering the mission. It's about connecting to why you're there. And how can you help someone see the nonprofit through your eyes, see their mission? And it really starts with, with your base of people. And to us, that's the bedrock of what we're trying to do right now.
0: Absolutely. So I remember seeing this concept of everyone matters, uh, really kind of hit me in the face one day. I remember I was, it was a seven 30 in the morning meeting, which if you know me, that is not my time. (laughs) (laughs) I am happy to have a later meeting in the day, but I remember being there. I was meeting our intern for the first time uh, that day on campus and we were meeting at the hospital. And it was a special uh, opportunity to share about our employee giving campaign at the hospital that we were working at. And um, I love in-person presentations because you get a chance to connect emotionally with, you know, the folks that you're talking to. And you can look people in the eyes and all those good things, especially before masks. You know, (laughs) it's like you can actually see people's faces and reactions. Um, But I remember we went in and this meeting was going to be with a room full of housekeepers And if you know any housekeepers at the hospital, they're such a heartbeat, you know, they're Mm -hmm. just, they love the place and they believe in the place and they're willing to do anything to take care of patients and their family. So I love getting to spend time with them. And we were following a presentation that morning that was really rolling out the vacuum cleaners that were coming to the system. I remember thinking, Oh my
1: gosh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh.
0: People are thinking about this of like, what auric are we going to pick this, (laughs) you know, for the next decade (laughs) Yes. (laughs) and sitting there and just watching their engagement with that and knowing that we're about to go next and got up and started to unpack the campaign to this group and I remember thinking, you know, I always want to look around the room and find the people that are disengaged and kind of make it my personal goal to win their hearts, yes, <laughs> you know, and so that feels you feels so good it does, and it's like, you know, you can do that through telling stories and through sharing examples. And I remember noticing somebody in the back that I just didn't feel like I could connect with and I, she never really looked up. She was looking down at the table and that's okay. You know, giving is not for everybody at every time. You never know what different people are going through at any given point. Um, but I noticed her. I remember noticing her during the presentation. So we did that. I feel like it went well, and we were, um, you know, collecting uh, the pledge cards after uh, the presentation, and several people made gifts, which was awesome, Um, but people scattered, and I was packing up my things, and I noticed that same lady that was sitting there during the presentation was still, like, looking pensively, like, at her um, table, and it turns out she was looking at the campaign brochure that you know, explained all the detail of the campaign. And we were really intent to share the project details so you could see exactly what your money was going to fund and all this. And I remember walking back there and I was like, hey, how's it going? And she said, you know, I'm just really thinking about where and uh, how I want to make this gift because my mom had a stroke last year and she came to this hospital and they took the most amazing care of her. And I'm just so grateful that um, I'm just... You know, thinking about how I want to invest in this,
1: which is so interesting, knowing how unengaged or disengaged she was totally, with you, right? But she was kind of in She's her own headspace, yeah, yeah, about trying to understand.
0: And so we talked and just kind of had a moment, you know. And I think I was having a gut check moment. I'm like, man, you shouldn't judge a book by her cover. I mean, she was completely engaged when I thought she wasn't engaged, mm-hmm. right? And she, you know, we talked for a minute and she handed me her card and I didn't even look at at it until we. Uh, left the room later that day, and turns out she made a payroll deduction gift of $25 a pay period, which if you think about it for a housekeeping staff that's probably making the most, you know, minimal on the sliding scale of pay, like that is a huge,
1: huge gift.
0: gift, a huge gift, and some of the, you know, even executives in our organization weren't even giving at that level, and I remember it, it just did something within me that, supported this idea of everybody matters but every truly we are not doing it just to solicit and raise major gifts we're doing it to create movements and that's the beauty of philanthropy is that you can stir hearts and you can stir minds and when you do that like how much more of a um, you know snowball effect is is happening when people's hearts are engaged in their giving and so that just really stuck with me, you know, and I love that Pat was her name and she, you know, really changed my perspective that day. And not that the campaign wasn't always built to be about everyone, but I think it solidified, like, this is who I'm fighting for. We're fighting to get in front of people and connect with their stories and their hearts.
1: I still remember the day you coming and sharing that story. And and I think it was an astute thing because you brought that story to our team huddle for everybody to hear. And it was sort of one of those fantastic mission moments where it's like, yes, we are focused on trying to raise as much money as we can, but we have to pause and sit in the stillness of these moments that really are heavy and mean something because, and it was that day forward that we kind of looked at each other. And I remember our mindset shifting just a little bit and it's like, whether you're the CEO or you're the housekeeper, you matter, you know, you matter at exactly the same level. And she received a level of stewardship, you know, that was consistent with the highest level of donor. And so, and what a gift to be able to come into that space and be healing, you know, for her, um, in honor of her mother and to kind of pay that gift forward. I think it's just really a cool story.
0: I love that. I remember also when we were at OSU, I mean, we get to meet so many oh my gosh. amazing-
1: You're going to bring up Lola, aren't you?
0: <laughs> okay, I can't not bring up Lola. I love Lola. We tell the Lola story?
1: Okay, see, I think one of the things people think about, and I would probably be this way too, is that when I think about Oklahoma State University, you're probably thinking about, you know, the crazy, colossal philanthropy of Boom Pickens. And there is a ton of that, and it is inspiring, and it has changed the philanthropy game at OSU. But the story that I love the most is about Lola. And here you have- a hundred and two year old woman who came um, from rural Oklahoma to this land grant institution and she went to the home economics college. Like, there was a college, I mean, we could talk about Let's talk in the about 1900s. Home as the like, That's amazing. well, as a woman, truly, you could only come through the front door, you know, if you were gonna be going to home ec wow. or if you're going to education. And so, she and her sister came from Woodward, Oklahoma, which is out kind of near the panhandle. And they go into home economics. They have such an incredible experience. They go back to Woodward. They teach basically home ec for their entire life. They never marry. They live together. They're best friends. And they decide like in the 1970s that they are going to pay forward the $150 scholarship that they got, um, you know, during the Great Depression when they attended. And they were going to pay it forward and try to set up these scholarships for these students. And so Lola and Lottie, the two greatest names (laughs) ever, like the amount of alliteration in the story is crazy. Um, I mean, they started setting up these scholarships. And by the end, you know, 30 years later, they had given away almost $600,000. They had helped over 850 students. And I will always remember this quote. That she gave to us. Cause we drove out to her house. We took pictures. We interviewed her. We, I mean, she just felt like such a rock star. She was
0: wearing like a blue robe. I oh remember those gosh. pictures, right?
1: She's like in her easy <laughs> lounger, yeah. just like, just looking so sweet. And yep. she said, and I'm like, Lola, why did you do this? Why? How did you have the forethought? Cause that was really an evolved level of thinking. And she said a monument at my grave is not going to mean anything to me. These scholarships are our memorials. Oh, gosh. And I just thought everybody matters, you know. Lola recognized this gift, $150, enabling her to go to college. She is able to spread that wisdom and that talent, you know, through generations of kids in her hometown. And then she just kept paying it forward. And it's like these are the stories we want to celebrate. These are the kind of – humans we want to encircle this is the kind of humanity and and compassion we want to embrace and that is why we said this is going to be our anthem this is going to be the ethos and the number one entry point for people coming into we are for good
0: absolutely we always want to feel empowered to press the pause button and stop and hear people's stories because that's where empathy begins and that's where uh, movements really happen when you understand and appreciate everybody
1: So this is really, this is a short podcast today, but that's the challenge for you. If we talk about, you know, at the end of all of our podcasts, what's your one good thing? We want you to look at your mission and look at your base with fresh eyes. Look at the people who are so intertwined in your mission because they have such an important voice and narrative to add to your mission, um, I mean, we can say the same story over and over again, but someone else can have a completely different bent on how they view what we do and what we do. And so, that's that would be our one good thing, I think, that we need to uh, give to everybody today. So I have a go. quote I want to share. If oh, that's okay. Julie, yes, and this is <laughs> Julie. I, get this house, Julie. Get in Hi, this house. Get in this house. Yes. So. My very, very, very favorite philanthropy quote is Danny Thomas, the founder of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Go St. Jude. Go St. Jude. Mm -hmm. And I heard this quote at my internship, and it has stuck with me forever. He said, I would rather have a million people give me just a dollar than one give me a million. That way you have a million people involved. And I just feel like mic drop. That's exactly (sighs) what we're going for. Danny Thomas, you are such a good dude.
0: Such a good dude, and what a... What's some words to go out on today?
1: Yes. And stay tuned because we have got a really special St. Jude discussion that's coming down the pike uh, soon in one of our episodes. Um, thanks for sharing that, Julie. I mean, I have a quote that I, that's always stuck with me from one of my donors that I thought was so hilariously on point, but he said, you never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. So <laughs> why would you take it with you? Give it away. Bless somebody. Be a to somebody else. So go find your, uh, your, your people, your feet on the street, your passionate supporters, give them a microphone and uh, let them tell you why their mission is so, why your mission is so important to them.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in today. We hope this discussion on ethos has changed how you value and engage your donor base in a way that leaves them feeling that everybody matters. And if you love what you heard, would you consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform? Leaving us a rating and review really does help us get in front of more folks like you. Thank you friends. Our production hero is the gal who's always up for a trendy brunch. (laughs) Julie Conford. Hey. And our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borsboom. You can just get the name. Have a great day.